0: Thanks so much for joining us. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swin, the heart, settled into the studio. Nice and warm. Uh, Not a bad day for January. A few clouds breezy, 26 degrees. Winds howling out of the northwest at 23 miles an hour. And we're not done with the snow, as you heard a moment ago, with snow, Uh, more snow on the way on Monday. So uh, March going out like a lion. That's that's the old saying. It looks like April will get off to a crummy start on Monday. But you can't do anything about the weather, but we can help you with your computer. Hardware, software, that sort of thing if you're having problems. Uh, Doug's the man. He's in studio today. And our phone number, as always, on Tech Talk, 651-989-9226. Uh, you can text 81807, that is 81807. Great way to go uh, for all the programs here on CCO. Once again, the phone number, we invite you to call early, 651 989 or you can text 81807. Doug, how you been? Absolutely wonderful, as long as I can stay warm. Yeah, Boy, I, I couldn't get over it. I knew we were going to get snow. Yep. And then I got up this morning and said, oh, my, and went out and tackled the driveway because I knew we were going to get more on Monday or there's more in the forecast on Monday. So I just didn't want to do the old end of March, early April. I'll just drive over it. I, I thought I would clean that up a little bit. Um and then downtown, the streets. Can you can you believe, like, Marquette? I mean, it's like two inches of ice. Yeah, just glare ice. Just bizarre. So uh, take it easy out there. I know the freeways are in good shape, but uh, some of the city streets are really slick. So. The side streets that didn't get any sun. Yeah, so take it easy out there. All right, Doug, uh, this Facebook thing will oh. not go away. Well, you know, my understanding is Facebook's
1: going to get fined $2 trillion. Can you imagine? Wait, I have trouble with uh, a T or a B. A T. We're talking huge fine here. That's what they're that's what they're talking about. Yeah. And I had a gentleman that's been emailing me, a uh, nice guy named John, kind of set the record st- straight in my mind and apparently our contract with Facebook states that they cannot share the second and third level of our privacy with third level vendors. And this little process that they had that was used by Cambridge Analytica, they weren't supposed to get that process. So yeah, Facebook is right in the middle of this thing. Yeah. It's
0: big. Yeah. I can't believe $2 trillion. That's would what be they're the number, talking but... about.
1: Okay. No, I, that's, that's, that's a fine that people will not forget.
0: Well, and it, it, it's a $2 trillion is so much money, I, I'm sure the company would have to file for bankruptcy. I can't and, imagine it. Yeah. So so we'll see how this plays out. And I think that because politics is at the heart of this, that's why it's getting ugly. Oh, absolutely. And it, And it takes you back to some of these other data breaches. Remember the Target data breach and how much trouble Target was in. These new data breaches make that look like no big deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you had uh, the credit report. Was it Experian or Equifax? Okay. I can't remember. which. Uh, Equifax. 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 Okay. Yeah.
1: And now they're selling security, just so you know. Yeah. I love that.
0: <laughs> and and it, it, it's one of those things uh, where there's always talk about how you protect your information. We We talked about it a little bit. Let's quickly summarize. Be careful what you put out there on social media, number one. Uh, Number two, have good passwords. Change them from time to time. You just have to use common sense when it comes to this stuff. Well, this thing with Facebook, I think, is
1: going to really wake up the entire industry. And USA Today had a tremendous article where Google has actually said, wait a minute, we better take a look at our policies and have sent this, and in this article, it shows how you can see every piece of data that Google has collected on you. However, let me just say, you should be prepared to spend a little time looking at this. It's, I started to download mine and I went, what? Excuse me? They've got searches that I've actually performed in the late 80s. I mean, as soon as Google was, I'm going, really? I mean, this is, and you can actually ask Google now to wipe it. So we're going to see this as a wake-up call globally. A- and I think it really is overdue. It's time.
0: Yeah, it, it is time. And and we've talked about it. it it's still the Wild West in, in a oh, lot of ways. Absolutely. It, it is still the Wild West. And it will take years to sort this stuff out. Um, what 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 should be private, what, what, is, what is in the public domain. I mean, there's a lot of things to sort out. Who owns what, who controls what, how it's regulated. I've even heard some talk of some of these social media platforms being regulated like public utilities. exactly, Like uh, the old telephone company or the power company or the natural gas company, that it's getting to the point where th- that this stuff is infrastructure Will, will we see that on some level with the internet period I think we will it's um we
1: we are living in extremely interesting times because we're we're getting back to the privacy and the security questions of well okay what's good for everybody is it good for one if it's good for everybody is it so bad for one that we've really gotta make some serious changes so it's this, there's a fine line between this.
0: Yeah, and, and I think the comparison to a public utility in some ways is good. Can you operate in today's society without access to high-speed Internet? And if you think about it, you, you, you could argue that case for a long time. But once upon a time, they decided that uh, like electricity is a public utility. You know, no matter who owns the lines, that it's going to be regulated by the government on what, how they operate and what they can charge, and they're going to investigate if there's a lot of downtime. I, I just think that we're moving in that direction oh, no where doubt. the internet becomes a public utility. Oh, it's no doubt. There's no question in my mind that you're correct about this. If I had to put
1: money on that, my gamble would be in that direction. Yeah. It's, um, and, and it's a big question. Because you've got the rights of the individual, but I think the first step is taking place here in the simplification of the agreements that we as product have to sign or have to adhere to. Remember now, we're not the customer, we're the product. But we still had to agree to say, okay, we will be your customer. And I believe that these agreements, if they even melt them down to three pages so they're readable and understandable for the for the non-lawyer laypeople, I think that the simplification of these agreements is going to be a huge, huge step. And that's going to happen, I think,
0: relatively quickly. All right, 118 here on Tech Talk. This show is really all about your calls and your texts. And we're going to go to the phone lines. Right out of the gate. Uh, friendly reminder uh, phones, great way to go. Text line, another good way to go at 81807. 8 8 Phone line again, 651 9226. We go to Dick Mendota Heights here on the air. Hello.
1: Uh, hey, guys. Hey, what's uh, happening? A little bit of history here. Uh, on Cyber Monday in 2016, I got a really good deal on a Dell. Box uh, desktop computer just got around to it yesterday uh, putting (laughs) hooking it up and putting it together hoping to get updates put on whatever Uh, I've got a a 2006 Dell 24-inch monitor and I hooked it up to that and it uh, it won't uh, I can't see anything on the monitor That's unusual. You might actually have to get into the settings on the monitor itself. Sounds to me that you have to actually indicate on the monitor how you're connecting it to your computer. Uh, It's either that or your new computer possibly could have more than one video interface, could have a HDMI, could have a regular VGA analog plug, could have a VGA digital plug, could have all three. And you have to indicate on the monitor which one it's doing. But I I definitely would make sure that the monitor is turned on, shut the computer off, and plug and play really should. They should find each other. And if you have trouble with that, give me a call. Um, You're in Mendota Heights, so we're neighbors. That's close enough to where we can get together anytime after Easter. And thank you for the call.
0: All right. By the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program. So, so be aware of that. We're coming up on a break right now. We have a number of calls lined up. And uh, the number, again, real quick, 651-989-9226. That's 651 989 9226. And you can text 81807. Uh, We've got a text on an SSD drive and a quick comment before the break from the text line. If the government never went after Equifax, it seems grossly unfair to try to make an example out of Facebook. I'm certainly much more upset over the Equifax breach. And that was a big breach and a big problem. And it's one of those things where, um, I get back to the political thing. I agree. The Facebook thing is tied to politics. The Equifax thing was just everybody's info, Republican, Democrat. It was a bad deal. Uh, But once again, I'm not sure the government went far enough there as well.
1: I I don't think this is a personal opinion. I think it's a good thing that they're going after Facebook. I think they should have went after Equifax much, much
0: harder. Right. But
1: that's, that's my
0: opinion. And that's that's what the text is saying. So very interesting on, on how this is handled going forward. All right, quick break. We have more on Tech Talk. Doug in studio here on the CCO. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio. Our studio coordinator is Jonathan Lowe. Phone numbers again, 651-989-9226. Text 81807. That is 81807 here at CCO. Let's go to the text line for a quickie. I'm going to be getting a new Windows laptop this year. Do you recommend getting one with an SSD drive?
1: Absolutely. If you can afford it, it's the only way to go. You are looking at so much more machine with a solid-state drive. And you should also do a little research on the difference of SSD formats. Uh, SATA, SATA SATA-M, SATA-M2. And performance is going to be everything, but an SSD drive is absolutely a no-brainer, especially in a laptop. They're talking about some of the new HP laptops, and I really attribute this to the solid-state circuitry in the drives. Some of these are going to end up having battery life of fifteen hours, wow, and weigh less than two and a half pounds. I mean, that's a tremendous piece of machinery.
0: That is extraordinary. Got, isn't that, isn't that
1: mind-boggling?
0: It is. It is. I- Real quickly, on the solid and state drives, are they more durable than the old spinners? Absolutely. Um, Now, people really are worried that because
1: you can't actually go in and fix the drives, but out of every SSD drive I put in, I've had one failure. One. And I have to also tell you this, this I put in for a truck driver, and he brought it in, and it was like drenching in Coke. He spilled a whole quart of Coke on top of this thing. This thing was in his machine for 10 months. I took this hard drive out, sent it back to, uh, to PNY, and P- and I told him it had Coke spilled on They replaced it anyway. Sent me a new drive. Unbelievable. You just don't see that kind of thing.
0: All right, finally, we haven't done it in a while. Um, even if you do have a brand-new computer with an SSD drive, Still back up your data.
1: Yeah, you really have to do that. Here, here's an example of, yeah, whatever was on that hard drive when I got it, there there was no getting it back. It was gone. It was dead. Now, I should also say that a spinner drive, because they're vacuum sealed, might not have had a problem when the Coke got poured on it. I have to say that as well. But I really believe that this type of shorting out or whatever took this drive is extremely unusual They're very robust, and so far, they have really, really stood up to the test of time.
0: All right, good news. Let's go to the phones again. Jerry in St. Michael. Jerry, you're on the air. Hi,
1: thanks for taking my call. Sure. I was at home uh, the other night on my laptop, and I had a few windows open, Facebook, Gmail, and all of a sudden, my screen started flashing. I mean, it almost looked like a strobe light. And I couldn't do anything. I had to shut down. Once I started back up, I had to log into every site that I had open, where normally I log in automatically. And then I got a message from Google saying, you know, this is strange. You're trying to log in from a different location, Uh, and that location was White Plains, New York. Should I be worried? Ah, yes. Yes. Google is keeping track of somebody but that had nothing to do with the screen flashing not that I not that I know of Google actually keeps track of where you're logging into your Gmail and your Google account if it even gets an inkle that there's suspicious behavior you definitely want to address that they have a whole series but I'm thinking at this point you need to get into your main Google account and make sure that you can see all the email addresses that are associated with that Google account. And you might want to be updating your passwords here. But yes, anytime Google says, yeah, somebody attempted a login, somebody's logged around the planet, or it's in New York, or it's someplace else where you're not. Yes, that's a major concern. Jump on your Google account and do some research. And if you need help with that, you give me a call next week, and I'll give you a hand.
0: All right, Doug's uh, phone number and email at the end of the program. Um, how are we going to get uh, uh, d- rid of a message to update Adobe uh, Essentials? Blocks the message. How do I get rid of this? Uh, once again, uh, someone on their computer is getting a message to update Adobe. If you're, if he's referring
1: to Adobe Reader, that has to stay up to date. If you are referring, to Adobe Flash. That also has to stay up to date. Now, it sounds to me like it's Microsoft Security Essentials, and if that's the case and you're running Windows 7, completely uninstall Microsoft Security Essentials and go and purchase Malwarebytes or ESET, ENOD32, or McAfee, or a different protection package. I just don't trust Microsoft Security Essentials, with Windows 7 any
0: longer. All right, before the break, we have the weather coming up in a moment. Real quick, uh, what is the best way to get rid of Microsoft Security Essentials? Would you use an uninstaller like Revo to get rid of it?
1: I actually would. Once you have the program to install your new protection on your hard drive, use Revo Uninstaller or possibly CCleaner Uninstaller, which won't go quite as deep as Revo. But Revo will do a much better job. You'll have to restart your computer completely after you reboot. Before you even go on the internet, you open up that install executable file and get your protection set up. That really is the way to go.
0: All right. And uh, what would you recommend again real quick? What's that list? I,
1: I would go probably with malware bytes. I just love that product. Um, ESET, Enod32 by a company called ESET. Tremendous product. Uh, Or McAfee, which at this point is actually owned by Intel. All
0: right. Very good. 131. We'll have the weather in a moment. More Tech Talk coming up. We'll go to the phone lines right out of the weather. Ray is waiting on the line. We do have uh, some phone numbers open. 651-989-9226. Text 81807. That's 81807. We have some good ones uh, waiting on the line as well on our uh, tech screen. Uh, So uh, jump in. We still have plenty of time here on Tech Talk on a Saturday. 136 Tech Talk, Doug in studio. Always great to see Doug Swinhart. We'll have his phone number and email at the end of the program. Jonathan Lowe, our studio coordinator. A lot of calls and texts, as always, on the program today. Our next scheduled show, due to the twin schedule, coming up on April 21st. That is a Saturday. Keep that in mind. Uh, once again, as we get later in the year and there's more Saturday night games. Tech Talk will be on more regularly, but early in the season, a lot of day games for the Twins. So keep that in mind once again. uh, If the Twins are on, no Tech Talk, but if the Twins are off or playing an evening game, we will be in on Saturday afternoons at 1 o'clock here on CCO. Let's go to Ray and Maplewood. Ray, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi, Ray. What's going on? Well, I
1: I, uh, had a problem this uh, weekend, so I want to find out exactly what you think I should do. I okay. was, I use Chrome, and I use Windows 7. And I was, went to the Weather Channel uh, to uh, look at uh, the weather, and all of a sudden I got a rec- big yellow rectangle on the screen claiming that I had malware and I needed to call a number. You know, I, I got to tell you, you are probably the 25th or, or more person to have this issue. And... Uh, I'm not so certain that there isn't a piece of the weatherchannel.com that isn't infected with something. Just open up your Google Chrome and go to AccuWeather. dot com. Another tremendous weather site. I've I've heard this a lot in the last three weeks. I actually saw that very same red screen on my Linux machine. Yeah, this is some kind of malware floating around that's coming in from that site. So yeah, your best bet is just uh just to go to AccuWeather.com. You'll like that. Uh WCCO has full weather yep. on their on their site. Um yeah, rock and roll. And thank you for the call.
0: All right. Uh, good call. Uh let's go to Jim uh in Andover. Jim you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Good afternoon, gentlemen.
1: Here's here's the situation I've got. Uh Our uh, parish priest has a laptop that she's asking me to look at. And it's asking her to do
0: a Windows update, but it hangs about halfway through. And I took the error message, which unfortunately I don't have right now, and did a little research online, and it says we have to flash the BIOS or update the BIOS.
1: I disagree. Uh, I'm not real big on updating BIOS unless you absolutely have to. Before you go that route, I want you to download and run the portable version of GWX control panel. And it, even if you've got Windows 10, this program was designed to prevent Windows 10 from coming into a Windows 7 or Windows 8 machine. However, I've discovered that there's this little section in there that talks about clearing your update cache. You can actually run GWX Control Panel and select Clear Your Update Cache without running the rest of the program. Clear out that update cache first. Restart your computer and give it a shot. Uh, And if you have problems, you give me a call, and we'll get you squared away on that. And thank you so much for the call, and happy Easter.
0: All right, uh, very good call. As always, we have some lines open at the moment. 651 989 Nine two two six. Plenty of time to get in on the program. Don't wait till the very end. Right now is the time to call Doug. Let's go to that text line right now and uh, see if we can uh, get through some of these. We have a number of texts. Um, here's a good one: Facebook under attack. A lot of people are dropping out of Facebook. Oh, you bet. What is the best way to uh, get away from Facebook well, to kind of end? You're run with Facebook. That's so not
1: think. as easy as it looks, but I think it's going to get a lot easier in the next several weeks. Go on to Google.com and type in a search. You are going to find an enormous amount of research there. the The, the reason that it's kind of a problem is Facebook actually set itself up through other user accounts to where you could just log on with your Facebook account. And have access to that kind of stuff. It's, so it's it's kind of spidered its way through the
0: internet. There's tentacles.
1: Yes. It's, um, if you've been a, an avid Facebook user and used your Facebook account to log on to other sites, even if it was just temporary, this can get really, really sticky. Um, and, and it isn't totally solved yet it's going to take you some time to completely unwind that. I think at this point, a better method might just be to wait a while and watch what they do with their privacy settings and how they reestablish and redesign the user interface so we can have better control of this. Hold off a bit. Now, if you do want to opt out, Be prepared. It's going to take you a while. It may take up to three months, even after you think
0: that you're done. All right. So uh, dig into that one, but uh, it could become easier. It's a big job. In in the future. All right. Uh, I have two Windows 10 PCs that are experiencing periods of 100% disk usage in Task Manager. Um, Both are i3 processors. Both started this after a major Windows 10 update this past fall. Doesn't always happen, but when it does, the PC slow way down. Both run Windows, Defender, Antivirus. What could be going on here? Yeah,
1: that's really bad. That's um, that's not only disk, but you've got some kind of processor, processes running that are just sucking up your, your processor as well. Probably the first thing that you want to do is download, install, and run C Cleaner. Just go to Google and type it in. Make sure you get the free download. Go through the entire sections, uh, but first clean that. Next, Windows 10. You must download and install Spybot Active Beacon, and go through all of those. In addition to that, you need to get under your PC settings and make sure you're not updating other people's computers. It's all under the update. Take your time. You got about five screens to go through. Shut all that nonsense off. And if you continue to have issues, give me a call, and we'll walk you through some other stuff. But this is, um, if you've got them both happening at once, you very well could have some malware floating between your two computers as well. It's time to
0: clean house. All right, from the text line, uh, when running ADW Cleaner, uh, I found uh, 20 issues. When I click on Clean, it starts and then shows a message encountered unknown issue in shutting down. What could be going on with ADW Cleaner?
1: That's bizarre. I haven't seen that. I want to make absolutely certain that you're hitting the remove button after you find them. That would be the only thing I can think of because it's going to want to remove that before it shuts down. And if that doesn't do it, you may actually have to run something in safe mode, which is no easy task to get into in Windows 10. But you can also run that program in safe mode with networking. Uh, and that's going to take a little bit of effort as well. But I, I think the problem here, Steve, I'm the inkle I'm getting is they're running ADW Cleaner, but they're not removing what it's finding. And there's a button right there that says Remove. Just click it and go.
0: All right. If, if there is a, a consistent issue, would it be time to remove ADW Cleaner and try a clean reinstall? It very well might, but there's
1: there's... There's some program that's conflicting with this. This is where CCleaner actually does a nice job as well because the third section down under tools you can shut off programs that are automatically running upon Windows startup and you can go in and you can shut all them off and then run ADW Cleaner.
0: All right, so CCleaner and ADW Cleaner do Two the separate same thing, packages. But they do the same thing kind of Kinda.
1: Okay. C Cleaner is installed within the operating system and, and takes out temp files and that kind of thing. ADW Cleaner is a product by malware bytes. And that product is is designed to do malware, antiviruses, PUP, pop ups, things in your registry that C Cleaner may not necessarily find. So the two of them working in conjunction
0: are very, very healthy for every Windows computer. All right. Uh very good. Um, how do I properly get rid of an old PC with a hard drive that I no longer need? And I know we've talked about this from time to time. Uh, first of all, you want to clean up the hard drive. You want to get your data off there. What's the easiest way to do that? Do you, do you just reformat the drive?
1: You can do that uh, if you want to. Uh, if you're going to get rid of the computer and you really don't even want to take the time to, to make sure your data is gone, just take it to tech Dump. They'll clear your data off that hard drive and give you a certificate that it's
0: cleared right while you wait. Yeah, and yeah. once again, T-E-C-H-D-U-M-P. It's a non-profit here in the Twin Cities. Uh, I, I've been to the one a number of times in Golden Valley. I know they're all around town. We've had them on the air before. Tech Dump, great way to go. Outstanding organization. Yeah, uh, they, They've really done a solid job. As a matter of fact, uh, we gave them a bunch of stuff at my full-time job. We had... All sorts of things. Some of the items, they, they charged a few bucks. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, we were able to get rid of a lot of old stuff, and it was relatively inexpensive. <laughs> and they picked it up. Yeah. Now, uh, for businesses, they'll do that. But just go to their website, techdump.org. And uh, they're they're here in town. Fantastic. They do a lot of great work Fantastic. here in town, for sure. Quick break, 147. Thirteen minutes down front of 2 o'clock here at CCO. We'll go to the phone line. Scott and Plymouth up out of the break in a moment. Ten minutes down front of 2 o'clock. All the news and weather at 2. Ask the expert next hour. Uh, of course, uh, tax day coming up on the 17th. Joe Lucy will join us in studio. Uh, and he is going to talk uh, tax planning. You know, we, we have to prepare our tax returns every year. but What's the difference between... Uh, preparing to file your returns, and actually uh, planning a strategy. We'll get into that with Joe next hour. Once again, a little over two weeks to go. I've got to write a check to the state and the federal government. That's the way it goes. Peel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's the way it goes. Uh, and I'll uh, happily write that check, and I'm just kidding. Uh, let's go to Scott. Uh, Scott, uh, you're on the air. Hello.
1: Yes, thank you. Good afternoon purpose of my phone call is in reference to Google Chrome, which has been my browser of choice. And all of a sudden, for some reason, when I try to open it, it starts to open and then it shuts down right away. Uh, you, and, I, I'm going to suggest to you that that before you remove it, if you can't I, okay, open it yeah, at well, all, then what you need to do is you need to completely uninstall it and then restart your computer... Run CCleaner, including the registry clean, and then attempt to reinstall it. Uh, If you haven't already done so, you're also going to want to download and install Mozilla Firefox. If you have other browsers installed that use a Google engine, like Maxthon, you might want to take them out as well. This is usually caused by extensions being added to your browser. And if that doesn't do it for you, you give me a call, and we'll connect up remotely, and we'll get this squared away. This happens from time to time with all browsers, and Google is not very vulnerable, but once it hits, you got to clean it up.
0: All right, multiple browsers, Google Chrome, Mozilla, Firefox are the biggies. Of course, there's Internet Explorer. It's been around forever. I rarely uh, use it. No, no, you shouldn't.
1: Edge. In Windows 10, Safari is a good browser. Yep. Um, Opera, uh, I have no problem with Safari or Opera. The latest version of Safari runs great on a, on, a, on a PC. I, I'm I'm just amazed at how quick and speedy it is.
0: Yeah, so there are plenty of options. Have multiple browsers; they don't cost you a nickel. I'm really
1: impartial to Chrome as well, so I I feel Scott's pain.
0: Yeah, and and I I bounce between. Uh, Firefox and Chrome, depending on what I'm in. Particularly at my other job, we we have business software that they prefer we run on Firefox, and then I I run some other stuff in in Chrome and usually have them both open at the same time. Absolutely. All day and no problem whatsoever. So uh, have multiple browsers. Always a good plan. Be there for sure. Let's go to the uh, text line. We've had a ton of great text today. And remember, 81807 is good for all our programs here at CCO. Um, I just tried to download CCleaner. And my McAfee told me it was dangerous. Is there something I'm doing wrong?
1: Yeah, that's bizarre. Um, If it did, I think make absolutely certain that you're getting it from Puriform. And it's C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R. And it comes from a company called Puriform. And make sure that you're getting the free version. There's also a trial version. But, yeah, McAfee should let that through. If you're certain you're getting it from, in fact... Just to make sure, open up a Google page, a Google search box, type in C Cleaner, space, a plus sign, space, and the word Major Geeks, M-A-J-O-R-G-E-E-K-S, And that will take you to the Major Geeks file depository right directly to a download page for C Cleaner, which is connected straight to Peerform. That might be able to do that, get you squared away there. But yeah, that's bizarre that McAfee would tell you that it isn't safe. I don't think they have the original. Yeah. You know, anytime something becomes popular on the internet, somebody's going to try to grab the name and change it and try to hand you something to, well, whatever the bad guys are doing, whatever they're up to.
0: So I'm, I would be very suspicious of that particular link. All right, Doug, uh, here's a good one. I'm trying to recover a file created on a defunct Windows XP computer and uh, trying to move it over to Windows 10. Um, How do I go about doing that? Uh, If the
1: drive is operational and your old drive, if you've got it out of the computer, you'll have to either get an external case for it or... They've got little pieces of equipment at Micro Center that plug into the end of the drive and you plug it into the power and then you plug it into a USB drive. They're about 12 bucks. You should be able to copy that file over. Now, if it's damaged, you need to copy the entire file. Make sure you get the damaged part. Then you're going to want to go, same company, Puriform, people that make sea cleaner. They also make a product called Recuva. R-E-C-U-V-A. I think it's kind of like supposed to rhyme with recover. But that, even the trial version, will go through that file bit by bit, piece by piece, and reassemble it. As long as you have the initial file name, because when it's done, it's going to have a different file name, you must rename that file back to what it was. And if you have trouble with that, give me a call next week and we'll see if we can get that squared away for you.
0: All right. We've had a couple of texts today about this and maybe a good way to close it out here real quick. Um, how often should you completely shut down a desktop and to sleep mode okay? Is there kind of a rule you use or a time frame?
1: Boy, I tell you, that's that's a tough question for me because mine's on all the time. I think my Linux box has been rebooted about five times since the first of the year, maybe. Okay. And, uh, and that's when we were having, I was testing internet and network. Uh, it's um, the equipment today is so efficient that it really is no big deal whatsoever. Um, and, and I don't put anything to sleep. It all just drains. It doesn't take much at all, as long as you're shutting off your
0: monitor so you're not getting burned in.
1: So it's uh, not a big deal. Storm, you're going away for the weekend, shut them
0: down. Yeah, uh, if you're going to be gone for a week or two. Shut them down, absolutely. Yeah. Shut but if you've got down. an
1: APCC battery backup unit and safe power coming in, leave them on. Yeah. You're, you're going to be over on that thing five, six times a day anyway, so what's the difference?
0: All right, Doug, uh, let's uh, wrap it up with your phone number and email. Ah, thank you.
1: 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com, W-C-C-O-T-E-C-H.com. 651 552 9543. And I'll see you on the
0: 24th. Yeah, I, I thought it was the 21st. 21st? 21st. I'll see you then, Steve. All right. See you then, Doug. We get it.
1: Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?